Hallelujah. All right, just bear with me one second, guys. Let me get. Amen. Welcome tonight to ELI Prophetic Shift. Amen. On tonight, I broadcast Amen for Anchor FM Radio on tonight. Amen. And we just thank everybody for coming in and stopping in on tonight. Amen. On this day, amen. Definitely be, guys, send out your prayer request out to 1636. 422-0344. Amen. That is our platform. That is our podcast telephone main line for those who are seeking for counseling, for those who are seeking for prayer. And if you have a name, amen, check that name, amen, so we can get on it right away. Amen. Because a family that prays together stays together, but it's a house that divided against itself shall fall. And we thank God on tonight. Amen. For everybody tuning in on tonight, amen. It's been a week, amen. It's been a week, amen, but we made it through. We made it through. Amen. Just keep everybody in prayer, amen. Uh, we definitely on tonight, amen. Keep, amen, amen. Mama Mena in prayer, amen, and her family in care. We're going to also keep um, Moses in prayer, her friend Moses, amen, in prayer. Amen. Keep us in prayer. We lost, I lost my brother, my mom lost her son, but we still, we're still standing, amen. We give God glory on tonight, amen, for what he has done, amen. Even in the midst of it, amen, we, even though we reached our breaking point, guys, on tonight, breaking point, amen, God still has a word for us right now on today. So we thank God on tonight, amen for releasing the amen on today, amen. And right before, amen, we open up prayer on tonight, prayer on tonight on my house, amen, our youth, our youth leader, amen, Joshua, amen, open up, amen, Psalms 91 on tonight, and amen, we're going to go into prayer on tonight. And right before, well, any additional names, amen, we're going to call out, let's call it out on tonight, amen, before the words go forth on tonight. God bless you. Psalms 91. The one who lives under the, the protection of the Most High dwells in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. He himself will deliver you from the hunter's neck, from the destructive plague. However, however, he will cover you with his feathers. You will take refuge under his wings, and his faithfulness will be your protective shield. You will not fear the terrors of the night, the arrow that flies by day, the plague that stalks in the darkness of the pestilence that ravages at noon. Though a thousand fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, the pestilence will not reach you. You will, you will only see it with your eyes and witness the punishment of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord my refuge, the Most High, your dwelling place. No harm will come to you. No plague will come near your tent. For he will give his angels order concerning you to protect you in all ways. They will support you with their hands so that you will not strike your guests against a stone. You will thread on the lion and the cobra. You will trample the young lion and the serpent. Because he is lovingly devoted to me, I will deliver him. I will exalt him because he knows my name. When he calls out to me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will risk in him and give him my honor. I will satisfy him with a long life and show him my salvation. That is Psalms 91. 
Amen. Amen. On tonight. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. As we begin to open up our mouths and begin to talk, to tell, amen. Amen. We're here to serve the enemy, the eviction notice on our lives. We tend to serve the eviction notice, amen, against our families. We serve an eviction notice against our jobs. We serve an eviction notice against the enemy on every situation that is coming in the presence on tonight, amen. As we begin to open up our mouths, amen, and serve the enemy eviction notice right now in the name of Jesus, we declare a decree on tonight, oh God, that you begin to move by the power of your might, amen. It says not by power, but not by might, but in your spirit, by your spirit, oh God, on tonight. And Father, we thank you, oh God, as we begin to release, oh God, on tonight. Uh, whatever you're getting ready to do on this, in this season, oh God, you begin to move. Father, we thank you, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Uh, as we begin to serve him an addiction notice on tonight. Uh, Father, we thank you, oh God, as we put these people into our lives. Uh, we stand in proxy for them on tonight in the name of Jesus. We stand in proxy on the God on tonight in the name of Jesus. We discover the Creole God and they begin to move. Father, we thank you, oh God, on tonight. Hallelujah. Because we deserve everything. We deserve the glory. We deserve the honor, oh God. In the midst of your presence, oh God, on tonight. Father, we thank you, oh God. Father, bless your name as we begin to bless your name. Begin to open up your mouth and search the eviction notice right now where you are. It doesn't matter what state you in. It doesn't matter what county you in. We already know that the coronavirus is on the move. But how many of they got this thing under control? Got this thing under control. Hundred of Oshea. People is running around in fear. Hundred of Oshea. But the Bible says God did not give us a spirit of fear. But God gave us power and love and sound mind. You know, God be speaking to the atmosphere. We pull out every stronghold. We cast out every imagination. That is both itself right now. People are going unemployed. The stock market is crashed. But how many know that in the midst of the breaking point, oh God, God is reviving you right now in the name of Jesus. In the midst of the pain and the sorrow and the anguish, God is reviving you right now in the name of Jesus. We declare and decree, oh God, on tonight, oh God, that you release your anointing on tonight. In the name of Jesus, we serve the enemy, the eviction notice on tonight. Come on and tell the Lord thank you on tonight. Hallelujah. Come on and bless the Lord on tonight. Father, we thank you, oh God, on tonight. You begin to move right now in the name of Jesus. Oh, we give God the glory for what he's doing. We give God glory for Father, we thank you, oh God. We thank you on tonight. We thank you 
on tonight. Come on and tell the Lord, thank you on tonight. On the Come on and bless the Lord and tell the Lord, thank you for what he has done on tonight. Come on and bless the Lord. Come on and bless the Lord. Come on, I thank you, oh God, on tonight, oh God, as you begin to enter into the presence of your own. We begin to enter in the presence of your own, and we begin to move like never before in the name of Jesus. We give God glory the praise right now, and we serve the enemy that did not notice us. Come on and tell the Lord, thank you, oh God, tell the Lord, thank you, tell the Lord, thank you, tell the Lord, thank you, Come on and tell the Lord, thank you on tonight. Hallelujah. And as we begin, oh God, to go into your presence on tonight, amen. 
And as we begin to go in, oh, God, on tonight, we thank you. And we thank you, oh, God, as we get ready to release Honda Robo Sokora Mandeshpe. Father, oh, God, we thank you, oh, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, God. Hallelujah. 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 You deserve the glory and the honor. So we lift our hands in worship as we lift our hands. In praise, you deserve the glory. Father, we thank you for your 
Dios. God, all by yourself. We thank you, God, Amen. because in our troubling times, we know that we need a Savior. We thank you, God, that the saints are shaking in their boots and the people that don't know God don't know what to do. But we know that you are king of glory and mighty in battle. Mm-hmm. I rebuke every spirit not like God. I come against every retaliatory demonic force now in the name of Jesus. I pull down every stronghold, everything not like God in the name of Jesus. right now in the name of Jesus. Well, since we are, we are under attack by the enemy, and I've been praying the last couple of days because I know at this time that we need a word from the Lord, if not from me, but somebody that have a relationship with Christ. And we think about the terrors that are going through in our lives, especially in this time and in this season, in this place. And God began to talk to me about fear because people are fearful. Some of the saints are fearful and some of the ain'ts are fearful. But God gave me this word tonight to deposit in your spirit. Amen. Now, we're going to talk about fear. In fact, I'm going to call this one the fear factor. The fear factor. The definition of fear is being fearful or in dread or afraid of situations. Some people are paralyzed by fear. That's why you see people now that are fighting over toilet paper or fighting over the lines or fighting over toilet paper. or They don't know what to do because they don't have a relationship with Christ. And when you you are paralyzed by fear, people begin to become afraid or they become acting more foolish or... Their actions does not make sense sometimes. Uh, I was watching TV the other day, and uh, I, I was saying that these two young men held up a a uh, truck that was primarily with paper products like paper, toilet paper, um, cleaning supplies, because the nation or the people are afraid. They don't understand these things, but the Bible says that in the last days, men shall become lovers of themselves more than loving God. Men are foolish that don't know Christ. People are afraid of an invisible force. We cannot touch it. We cannot taste it, but men have become fearful of the unknown, especially when they don't have a relationship uh, with God. And so uh, today, or it talks about fear is a uh, an emotional 
uh, uh, thing in our mind. Uh, in, the, in the hospital, it talks about fight and flight. In other words, when you the devil gets you on run on the run, then you want to just run and get confused and not drown, fag out. They don't understand what's going on. All they know is they are afraid. They are terrified of the unknown or the unexplained or disasters that are falling on this earth, this this nation and any other nation today. So we have to understand there's a fear factor. And the only thing that we must fear, one president said, is fear itself. Fear will paralyze you. You don't have to be in a wheelchair because when you're fearful, you get worried. You stay worried. You don't sleep at night. You don't want to eat. You worry about your children and your grandchildren. You worry about after college. They, uh, the rich men are worried about they've lost all their money in the stock market or um, um, because they've been so rich so long, and now they are becoming terrified. Uh, the, the senators are confused. Uh, uh, some want to fight and some don't want to fight. Even the, the senators now are falling down with these diseases that are, are they don't know where it's made of. But I tell you, you know what, that God knows the very way that I take that he talked to us in the book of Job. So fear is a real thing. I know when I was a young kid, any time I would see a movie that would make me feel afraid, I would close my eyes until that part of it is over. I remember one time um, somebody took me to a movie years ago, and it was so scary that I, I really feared, really feared the thing that was just on a screen, knowing that it had no power. But because of the mind of the imagination, the enemy can take the imagination and stir it up that we don't know our head from our feet. We don't have the understanding of God. Or we don't have a relationship with God because of the fear factor. Well, now we come to today's society. The fact is that the economy is tanking. The the stock market is dropped. Um, uh, half of the world now is being attacked. Christ himself is in control. We don't have to worry about those things because God said in his word, he says, I will certainly take care of the birds and the bees, so I shall provide all of your needs. But it is fear. It is a, it is a spirit that comes straight, straight from hell itself. It was sent out to destroy us in our mind. It is sent out to stop us, block us, hinder us. It is sent out so if I can shake you, you will have no foundation. If I can shake you, you don't know what you're doing. If I can shake you, I can take every dime out of my pocket and put everything on the shelves, but I'm still afraid because of the fear factor. And 
so um, God began to deal with me um, about the word fear. It says here that fear is a foe. It is against us. And that it robs us and it robs our strength. It is motivated to do wrong. And fear can cause or make your mind think far ahead about what you don't have, what you can't do, what you can't see, what you can't believe, because my mind is focused on the things that are not of God. Again, I would begin to teach a lot of times on this particular podcast about how we must have a relationship with Christ himself. He is the anointed one. He is king of kings and lord of lords, and certainly he can handle the virus, 19. Remember in the Old Testament, because of Pharaoh, and there was about 10 or 12 uh, kind of diseases or things that would run rampant simply them to uh, let the people go. Remember Moses went to Pharaoh and said, God said, let my people go. And Pharaoh decided that he didn't want to let the people go. That was the finances for that nation. There was the housekeepers and the maids and everything, the blick layers. This was his money. And so he didn't want to let them go. Well, Moses went back many times. But at the end of the day, when every hope was lost and God touched the mind of Pharaoh, he let them go. And you know when they let go? They let go. They're left with money. They're left with jewels. They're left with finances. They're left with the very uh, clothes on their backs and the feet on the on them. But and and the, and the Bible says that that when the people grew, that the shoes grew. When the the when they were in the desert, they trusted God because they walked in faith and knew who God was. It was Yahweh. It was King of Glory. It was mighty in battle. And so we need to go back to the basics of Christians and believers in Christ. So, again, we are walking in the end times, and you will see the fear factor. Well, you see people that are saying that they're of God, but are taking advantage of saints because they are worried about all those things. And God began to tell me, let's go, saints, to the book of Daniel, the book of Daniel, the book of Daniel, the fifth um, chapter, the book of Daniel, fifth chapter, and I'll be reading in this, I'm reading from the, my Bible here, it's called the, um, Spiritual Warfare Bible, because it's a little easier for people who are um, don't really know the Lord or don't know a lot of things, but a lot of times I like to do these things, so I need to make sure people 
verse 1. Daniel chapter 5, starting verse 1. Again, we're talking about the fear factor. Okay. All right. It says, uh, first verse, it says, Belshazzar, the king made a great feast for a thousands of his lords and drank wine before the thousands. And while he had tasted the wine, Belshazzar commanded that they bring in a golden and silver vessel, which his father, Nebuchadnezzar, had taken from the temple, which was in Jerusalem. And so the king and his officials, his wives and his contraband, that means his girlfriends, might drink from them. And then they brought the golden vessels that were taken out of the temple, out of the house of God, which was at Jerusalem. And the king and his officials, his wives and his contraband drank from them. And they drank wine and praised the god Smoji of gold and silver of bronze and iron and of wood and of stone. Verse five, uh, 5, it says, And immediately fingers of the man's hand appeared and wrote and opposite the lampstand on a plaster of the wall of the king's palace. And the king saw the back of the hand that wrote, and then the king's countenance was changed, and the thoughts of troubled him, so that the joints of his loins were loosened, and his knees struck against one another. In other words, the king saw the writing on the wall, and the and at that point, the king's knees began to shake. Verse 7, And the king cried out aloud to bring into the atrolaters, um, the Chaldeans, the soothsayers. And the king spoke and said unto the men of Babylon, Whoever shall read this writing, and should make its interpretation, shall be clothed with scarlet and have a chain of rule in the kingdom. And all of the king's wise men came in, but they could not read the writing, nor know of the king's interpretation. And then the king, Belshazzar, was a greatly troubled, and his countenance was changed. In other words, the king was got nervous then. And the nobles and the astrologers and everybody else. And now the queen came into the banquet house, and because of the words of the king and his nobles, that the queen spoke and said, O 
walking, live forever. Do not let your thoughts trouble you or let your countenance be changed. Let a man in your kingdom, and whom is the spirit of the Holy Ghost. So out of all these things, they realized that um, there was one man could interpret what was written on the wall, a man to God. And in the days of your father, the light and the understanding and the wisdom, like the wisdom of the God, small g, were found in him. And the king Nebuchadnezzar, your father, your father, the king, made him master of all the magicians, astrologers, Chaldeans, and the soothsayers, and so much as an excellent spirit and the knowledge and the understanding and the interpretation of the dream and explanation of what was said. Here is the king. This was the son of Nebuchadnezzar. It was not it was this this young man, Belshazzar, was the king's son. Nebuchadnezzar's son. And they were having a party. They were getting happy. They they had gone previously to the other country and they took back uh things that belonged to God's people. And they were drinking out of them and they were getting happy and and, and just having a good time. And the parallel to this story is this, that the enemy was having a good time. Stock market's getting full of money, and the people are just getting happy, and the, the rich are getting richer, and the poor are getting poor. And so they took back these articles from uh, Jerusalem or Israel to let them know that when in the Old Testament and whenever I conquer you, you become my slave. I become your master. And this is the fear factor today. That now God's people are walking in total fear. A lot of times they forget that God said in his word that he shall supply all of our needs. He shall make a way out of no way. He, he, he. We have to realize who is our God, which is Jesus Christ. And Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, in the in, in what happened was we have to realize that there's a spirit of fear on this land now. There's a spirit of fear on last night right now so that people are afraid to go out at night. People are afraid that there will be no more water. People are afraid that they don't know what's going on. People don't know what's going on. But when you have a relationship, I'm talking about the real saints. I'm talking about the people of God. God wants us to know who we are and who 
this king, Belshazzar. He was in fear when he realized that even though they might have had the jewels from the Israel in their presence, and they might have had a lot of gold and silver, but they did not understand when God took his divine hands and wrote on the wall. So you can have power, you can have money, but have no relationship. Well, this king had a lot of money and he has a lot of power. Like today's society, a lot of people have a lot of power, a lot of money, but not have power with God. The same way this king began to say, and they must have been drinking because they they must have been a little confused because I know if I were drunk like this and out of nowhere in a huge a huge uh, place, it looked glorious and glamorous and beautiful jewels sitting where, and all of a sudden, an visible hand began to write on the wall. Reminds me of of, of when we talked about the other um, prophet, Abaca. He said, write these things down. Well, God was writing something down from the heavenlies and speaking to the king's son's heart. And in his drunken stupor and all of the soothsayers and all the astrologers and everybody else, they saw a huge, gigantic hand writing on the wall. The enemy will keep you frustrated. The enemy will keep you in fear because fear makes you exhausted. Fear doesn't make you sleep at night. Fear wants to work two or three jobs, but if you pay your tithes, you don't have to work three jobs. Fear of the unknown, unseen, unheard, but the unheard is the word of God. Fear, 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 fear. I remember years ago, like I said, when my kids were small, they would love to watch these movies because fear gets into your mind. He steps from this spiritual, this physical body, and it steps into our mind, our spiritual mind. And that's it. It's, it's the, through the principalities and powers and the rulers of darkness. It says in high places, he steps into our spirit man and says, ah, I got you. Ah, you'll never make it. Ah, you're going to die tomorrow. Ah, I got the power. I got the power. I got the power. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what you're reading, why you're reading your Bible. I don't know what's going on, but you know what? I got you. You're not going to live. You're not going to make it. You won't survive. Your children will be destroyed. No, because of the imagination. The power of the imagination. The power of the imagination is powerful. But when you don't know a relationship with Christ, that's when you walk in the fear factor. Fear cannot be touched. Fear cannot be tasted. But fear is real. 
this whole entire economy now is walking in fear. Whether it's England, Germany, France, New Zealand, or anywhere on this earth right now, the majority of people are walking in fear and not walking in faith, walking in Christ, walking in trusting, believing God. You can read all 66 books, but if you don't know Christ and if you don't have a relationship, that fear factor will take you out, your children out, and your grandchildren out because you're walking in the fear. Now, there's a fear of being godly fear so that you don't make mistakes. But we're talking about that fear now that is gripping our nation. We're talking about this fear now is not getting us getting to sleep at night. This fear now that a people are uh, robbing trucks for toilet paper and paper towels and bleach the fear. Would you ever think years ago people would do this? Because the Bible says in the last days, men become lovers of themselves more than loving God. There was another lady on TV the other day, and she must have had about seven huge big packs of toilet paper. And this one lady said to me, said to the other one, she said, could you just give me a couple of them? She said, even if you just give me one back. And the lady said, no. I'm taking them all. And they almost had a big fight in the middle of the grocery store. I have a toilet paper. Where is the love of God? Where is the love of relationships that God has called us to be? Where is the place that God wants us to be? The fear factor. Seek ye first. The kingdom of God, God says. So he said, I shall provide all of your needs. Remember in the book of Job, when Job was on his back and, the, and he was walking around his little ashes because that represented, I yield, I give up. This is, this, I'm, I'm, I'm finished, I'm done. But God allowed Job to complain. But when God finished, when when he finished complaining, God said to Mo, he spoke to him and said, Well, hey, Job, where were you when I threw the stars in the sky? Where were you when I created the universe? Where were you? In other words, Job, I got your back. Job, I'm going to take care of you. Job, I know you lost a lot, but you can regain it. But those things can only be regained in a relationship with Christ. Jesus is King, Kings, and Lord of Lords. He will never die. He has died on a cross for each and every one of us. And that right there should sustain you enough to trust in God. What is trust? The dictionary says that trust means confidence in God. Have you ever watched a football team 
go out on the field and begin to talk to each other and talk trash about, I'm going to get you, I'm going to get you, I'm going to get you. Because they have confidence that they trust God, that whatever God said, it's got to be. That's going to be, but it's got to be. It says, for heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word will not. And that's what God wants us from us. God wants us to not have the fear factor, but have the faith in him. Faith, and have the faith to know that what God says has got to happen. And it can't, you can't die until what God has called you to do. You can't give up. You can't lay down. You can't quit. We've got to hold on. No matter what. We have to get to believe that we can put our, our our plates on our tables with no food and say, God, I'm just sitting here waiting because she said, you're going to provide for me. But fear, 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 whether it's from China, we don't know how this 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 uh, this thing happened, this virus happened. But I tell you what, Jesus knows. Because he is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. God is the Elohim. If God says to me, I know your name, and I know you before you were born, before you were in your mother's womb, I knew you before your mama met your daddy, your daddy met your granddaddy, your great-granddaddy met your great-grandma, I knew you, and I have a plan for you. And including that plan, he can certainly provide toilet paper. He can certainly provide your needs. He can certainly provide and take care of you. He can do anything because, you know, he is God. But when I walk in terror and I walk in being fearful and I walk in being afraid and I walk in undecision and I walk in not knowing who we are and in God, We don't know the enemy is out to take us out one by one by not one. You can't be so afraid. No, I'm going to lie. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. You know what? Yet you'll die because you keep speaking it. But when you walk and say, God, I shall live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. No matter what happens, I shall live and not die. And declare of the works of the Lord. I will not live until God says it's over. The power of speaking things out of your mouth. I speak that I will be taken care of. I will speak I will be provided for. For years and years. There were times in this country. That the rich were richer. And the poor get poor. Now, over the last couple of days, they decided, well, we're going to provide. We're going to prop up the economy. Because the foot now realizes the hand, I need you. That the toe now recognizes that the knee, I need you. God knows what he's doing. I don't care how the how the stock market 
fall down. I don't care about anything else. All I know that God says he shall provide all of our needs. Now, if you're part of God's kingdom, he says he shall provide all of your needs. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about the, the, the things, the food, the whatever. Okay, you do what God called you to do. Pray fast. Seek your faith. Because God knows what he's doing. He shall provide. He shall make a way. He will do great things in our lives. Now, we would never thought that God allowed all these things to happen and the economy. But God is allowing it to happen. We will reap the benefits. He said we will eat the fat of the lamb. The land. So we don't know how God's getting our wealth to us. We don't know how God is providing for us, but he has, He is doing that thing. So don't walk in fear. Don't walk in doubt. Don't walk in indecision. Walk walk in a way that God, you know that God it shall provide all of your needs. It goes into the book of Romans 8. And he talks about those things that he will do exactly what he said he could do. He says, he says, even at one point he says, he says, I know the way that I take. He knows Jesus is knowing what he's doing. Jesus will never give on up, give up on us. We gotta hold on, saying. We gotta hold on in the midst of our trials. We gotta hold on no matter what happens. We don't walk in fear. Don't 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 walk out the door and feeling like you're not gonna come back again. We we don't have to worry about what's gonna happen. But you trust in the Lord and do good. That's what he word says. He says, Trust in the Lord and do good. Hold on. Keep praying. Keep trusting in him. Because when you, you know, sometimes when we don't know what to do, we get a little distracted. Don't let the enemy get us distracted. Don't let the enemy keep us uh, not knowing where we're going to go, what we're going to do, and who we are. You know, I, I was telling somebody the other day, now, of all the things, you figure they would want to, for us to run to the church. Okay? But it's talk about the all the different things and diseases. And, and so I'm not going to knock what any pastor does. But I know he knows what's going on. He knows. Jesus is providing for us. Um, this is the book of Romans 8, 30, 28. It says, For we know that all things work together for the good of them that love God. And to them who are called accordingly to his purpose. So it's not just according to his purpose or whether you're preachers. But he says all those who are called to his purpose. So if you're a believer, you love God, you have a relationship with Christ, that includes you. For whom he did foreknow. In other words, I knew you from before. Okay. He says, for those he did foreknow and predestined 
and to those that are conformed and the image of his dear son, which is Jesus, that he might be the firstborn, talking about Jesus. Um, And this is Romans 8 and 21. It says, what shall we say to these things? What shall we say then to these things? Virus? I don't know. Stock market? Don't. Hospitals? Full. No mask? What shall we say to these things? For if God be with us, who shall be against us? What shall we say then to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? For he that spareth not his own son. In other words, you didn't, he didn't spare his son, Jesus Christ. He gives us all these things. And who shall lay anything to this charge of God? My God, my God. And the part I really like here, it says this. It says, who shall separate us? My God. Who shall separate us from the love of God, from Christ? It shall tribulations or distress or persecution or famine. Who who can separate you from God? Whether you ain't got no phone, no no phone, you ain't got no money, you ain't got nothing. He said, but who shall separate you? Shall that that phone bill not being paid separate you from the love of God? Anything that that you're going through is that is so dramatic that you not keep a relationship with Christ. He said, no. He said, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulations, that means trouble, or distress, or persecution, my God, famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword. It is written for thy sake that we are killed all day long. In other words, we're we're considered uh, we're going to be killed all day long. Whether because people don't like us and they do things to us, or they try to persecute us, or they try to get us fired, or whatever. But we gotta hold on because we are the sheep of His pasture. Romans thirty-seven. It says this, nay. In other words, don't worry about all those things that's going to happen. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that love us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, or powers, my God, my God, powers, nor things present or things to come. So no matter what we're going through now, and it might get worse, he said, nothing shall separate us from the love of God, nor height, that means how tall it is, nor depth, that means how deep it is, or any creature shall separate us from the love of God, which is, Christ Jesus. So, saints, we have to realize that we are not walk in the fear factor. We cannot walk in the fear 
of the enemy. We cannot walk in fear and doubt. We cannot we cannot be so upset or so confused or we don't know what we're doing. You've got to speak life out of situations. We gotta speak life. No matter how the, the, the physical body is, speak life. Because otherwise, the fear factor will take you out. You can worry so much till you end up in the hospital. You can worry so much till you have a heart attack. You can worry so much that you can't sleep, you can't eat, you can't think. Because the fear factor has sat in the spirit and said, I'm going to take you out at all cost for nothing shall separate us in this time nothing this time shall separate us in this uh, this this disease nothing shall separate us from the love of god whether height or depth or anything created that would try to stop us or block us or hinder us because of the power of the Holy Ghost. Because when you have the power of the Holy Ghost, He is all power and He can, will protect, provide, de- defend, or anything else. When you walk in fear, you're not doing and listening to the voice of God. Power. One thing about I don't know if you ever realized that have your you know, stick of dynamite. You get that one little dynamite and it has a little wick on the top of it. And when they explode that dynamite, that one stick, what happens is a chain reaction goes off. And you just don't hear one pow. It'll say, pow, 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 pow. It's a re a chain reaction of knowing who God is in you. So don't let the enemy put those things, those thoughts in you about, I can't make it. I don't know. I don't have a job. I'm losing my job. I don't know what's happening. No, because the fear factor is taking control. And if you don't be careful, you will lose it because of fear, because that fear factor does not come from God. That fear factor, oh God, God can take care of you, your children, and everything else. But when you walk in fear, you walk in doubt. When you walk in fear, you don't trust God. When you walk in fear, you just know, I don't, at one point, I don't know what I'm going to do. But when you walk in faith, faith, hope, you can conquer, do anything, because you're walking now in the light of Christ, the hope of glory, because he said, I will never leave you, or will take you, even till the ends of the earth. I will never leave you, saints. That's what he says. So don't let the spirit Fear attack your mind because if it attacks your mind, it'll attack your body. If you if, if the enemy attacks in your spirit, you get so nervous you don't know what to do. Sometimes your body you'll be put in such a way that you don't even remember whether you ate or not. Fear 
will shake you to the core. And if you're so shook, how can you take care of your children? How can you take care of the things that you need to do? Because the the spirit of fear has stepped into your spirit and you just don't know what to do. But the confidence in Jesus Christ, the confidence of Elohim God, the confidence of our shepherd man, the confidence of God himself. For he said in his word, let there be light. And that light represents the light of Jesus Christ himself. We cannot be moved. There's an old song years ago. It says, I shall not be moved. So we as saints shall not be moved. Read your word. Get into your scriptures. I love uh, Psalms 91 that says, He that dwelleth, Christ, he that dwelleth in a secret place. So we've got to get in our minds to get in that spiritual place with God. That no matter what you happen, what you see on the TV or no matter what you hear on CNN or whatever you see on these channels or all these all bulletins and they're going to shut the hospitals down and being a big uh, thing off the coast of uh, California and Texas and uh, God's got us in the palm of his hand and we got to trust trust, trust, trust even if you don't feel it just repeat it. Keep repeating it, repeating it, repeating it, repeating it. God, you said you take care of me because you've got to put it in your system like a computer. Put it in your spirit and know and know and know what are the shadow of God. You must doubt that God is real and he will take care of you because he said he loves us. He will take care of us. So don't let the fear factor be in control. But let the love factor take control. That Jesus said, He loves me. Bible says and the and the song says when we were little, Yes, Jesus loves me. For the Bible tells us so. Get yourself a Bible. Get you some scriptures. Trust in God. Put your kids down on the neck on the ground next to you and pray. Because if they teach they see mama praying, they'll pray. Because kids mimic their parents. So if you drink, if you're drunk, your kids are gonna mimic what they see. But if they see mama and daddy pray, they see mama and daddy holding hands and praying. When they say mama and daddy, think, then they want to do what mama and daddy is doing. Like our father Jesus, he's our father, which are in heaven. So we've got to trust and believe that the fear factor, I rebuke it every spirit in the name of Jesus. I rebuke it now. And everything that belongs to the people of God, I call it forth now. In the name of Jesus, that we shall not walk in fear. We shall not talk in fear. We not think in fear because we are king's kids. We are warriors for the kingdom of God. We are conquerors. In fact, the Bible says that we are 
more than conquerors. We are the best and the best in Christ. And know who your God is. Do not walk in fear. Because the fear factor will take you out. But the love of Christ will maintain you, keep you, wash you, hold you, and make a way for you. In the name of Jesus, I speak it in the atmosphere. Everywhere you sit right now, whether you're on a chair, whether you're on a sofa, whether you're at a table, I speak it in the atmosphere where you sit because in God there's no space, there's no time. So I speak to you on your sofa. I speak to you in that chair. I speak to you in that kitchen. And I prophesy to the wind of God. And I rebuke the fear, the fear and the intimidation of the spirit that are sent out to make us worry and doubt the things of God. Because God is sovereign. God is in control. And I rebuke, I rebuke every spirit, every worry, everything that we're trying to have things in our heart. So we know God is in charge. In fact, Jesus is large and in charge. God is the controller of the universe. God is in control of the atmosphere. He is control all of the planets, the stars, the hemispheres, the stratospheres. He is control things. Fret not for evil doers of iniquity, for they soon will be cut down, then it says, and done away with. The fear fact. I rebuke fear now in the name of Jesus. I rebuke being tormented, people being tormented now in the name of Jesus. I speak sleep, sleep tonight in the name of Jesus. I speak. Hallelujah for those that have lost jobs in the name of Jesus. God said he shall provide all of your needs. Trust and believe. I come against every spirit in the name of Jesus. Where you sit, where you stand, what bed you're laying on in the name of Jesus. I rebuke fear now. I rebuke doubt now. In the name of Jesus, the Holy One of Israel, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, it says, for a thousand can fall at thy side, but he's still going to take care of you. If, if I Watch over the sparrow. Look at your hand. Look at your hand. Turn your hand up. Well, the sparrow is a little teeny, teeny bird that you can you can hardly see. And if God says he will take care of that sparrow that's sitting right there in your hand, he can certainly take care of you. So spirit of fear, be gone. The spirit of fear, I send you back to the pit of hell in the name of Jesus. I speak every spirit, not like God, in the name of Jesus to the to the pit of hell. I speak everything on the natural, unknown spirit, not like God, in the name of Jesus. I rebuke you, Satan, in the name of Jesus, for tormenting 
your people. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke every spirit around them, through them, near them. In the name of Jesus, I speak against accidents. I speak against everything not like God. I speak in the name of Jesus. Now, it is already done. So do not walk in fear. Do not walk in the fear factor. Do not walk and be afraid. Do not walk. Don't take no thought for tomorrow. That's what the word says. In the name of Jesus. I speak it now in the atmosphere. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke every authority, demon, and force. In the name of Jesus, every devil, a level, I rebuke you now and go back to the pit of hell. In the name of Jesus, I come against every tormenting spirit, every spirit that's dying and, and crying and, and saying, Lord, I don't know what to do. In the name of Jesus, you shall live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. In the name of Jesus, and I rebuke that spirit of fear, and I speak the fire of God in the name of Jesus. I speak the fire of God in the name of Jesus. I speak the fire of God over the airways in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. And don't forget, don't walk in the fear factor, but walk in the light. Walk in the light of Christ Jesus, who have died on a cross for you and I. In Jesus' mighty, illustrious name, amen and amen. Amen and amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. 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 